Welcome to Bullish, where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington and welcome to Bullish. Here are six things that made me a multi-millionaire in my 20s that I wish I would have applied a little bit earlier. Now, I'm speaking tomorrow to my alma mater to about 300 kids about entrepreneurship, what we did, and I'm just gonna speak right now from my own experience of what has worked for me. I have a lot of kids that come to my office, they sit down, I meet with them, and this is usually what I share with them. So I wanna make a video to compress this uh, to hopefully maybe help a younger bridger that's out there. Now, currently I run a $15 million hedge fund. I also run Fund Launch, we have over 40 employees. Last year we did just right around $10 million in revenue and it's both these things and other funds, I've actually exited the fund prior already, has made me millions of dollars. Now, I, I don't share that to toot my own horn. I share it because I just wanna share what I'm sharing today I think works, at least work for me in some degree and maybe can work for you or maybe a younger version of Bridger that's out there. So with that, let's dive into the six things here on the page. Okay, number one on the six things is just do stuff, okay? So <laughs> start doing stuff. Like the best advice I ever got for a long time, I was a, I'm gonna go over here on my whiteboard, I was a wantrepreneur. I was a wantrepreneur and I wanted to become an entrepreneur. And I didn't realize, I thought I was an entrepreneur, but really I was a wantrepreneur. I actually started six different businesses my first two years of college. And uh, a lot of those, before that, I was kind of a entrepreneur. I had ideas, I'd run around with ideas and stuff and I actually never did anything. And finally I just sat down, I was like, screw it, I'm doing something. I launched a Chinese tutoring business. I did a website building company. Actually, that was pretty good. People would charge people like two to three grand. We build them a website, build them a funnel, we build them ads for social media. Hey, two to three grand doing it, working for over a weekend is not too bad. We ran a, um, that marketing agency. We did, I wholesale two properties. Actually, real estate wholesaling, I made about $5,000 per property, which is pretty cool. Um, this is what I, I, what I mean is by doing stuff. My first business I ever launched in college was a Chinese tutoring business. I speak Mandarin Chinese. I started a church mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Taiwan. And I got home and I started to tutor kids. And what was so interesting was this. What it taught me from, number one, doing stuff, okay, was it took me to build a website this was before AI and stuff, it's probably a lot easier now. It took me probably a hundred hours to build a website, to get the logos, the payment checkout, all the crap. And it was frustrating. But then the next time I built a website for my next business, it only took me like 30 hours. And then the time after that, it took me like 10 hours. And right now, me and Mason, we can build a website in like 45 minutes. Full websites, beautiful, it works, it functions, everything, because I just learned the lesson. Setting up an LLC the first time took me like four weeks. And now I can set up an LLC bank account in like 30, 30 minutes, okay? Just because there's certain lessons in this game of entrepreneurship that just, I think, are best learned by doing stuff. How to manage payroll, how to hire somebody, how to like file with the state, with the governments, how to work, just there's just little things that we don't talk about that I, for me at least, trial and error and just learning them increased my speed drastically and helped me get out of my head. Um, a lot of us sit at night and sit up at night and just like my, I couldn't sleep in college cause I'd have all these ideas like boom, 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 like all these cool things like boom, I could do this, I could do this. And I was like, man, if only I ran that guy's business, I would do this or this guy's business, I'd do that. And it would, it was super frustrating because I had nothing to like move. And I think there is so much power in movement 
from going from zero to one. Getting your first dollar, actually making a dollar, is massive. And the, the idea is to play the game for a long period of time, not just a short-term quick win or whatever, like get-rich-quick scheme. The idea is I'm playing this for my whole career, and these are lessons I either need to learn now or later. Learning how to sell. That is a lesson every entrepreneur needs to learn. You can either learn it now, or you can learn it in five years or 10 years, but you need to learn it. Learning how to manage employees, payroll, manage teams, uh, manage finances, like capital, all the stuff. You can learn it now or learn it in 10 years. You might as well just learn it now. And so I think there's so much power in doing stuff. And I'll kind of talk about this down below, how this dovetails into the other ones, okay? Hey, hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. Now, as you know, we don't run advertisements on this channel. We just spread this by word of mouth. So if you can, please rate and review the show. If it's benefited your life anyway, please drop that down below. I actually love reading them. I love seeing what people say and share and stuff. So if you guys can, if you, this show has helped you in any way, shape, or form, please rate and review and share this with a friend or two that may benefit their life. We do this just to help more people understand this game we're playing. Thank you guys so much, and we'll get back to the show. Number two. Fail fast, fail cheap, okay? If you guys see my whiteboard, I'm just gonna fly through these. <laughs> Number two, fail fast, fail cheap. I had a professor in college. This was phenomenal what he taught me. He, he said, Bridger, so many of us have a business idea that we work on for six months or eight months or 15 months and we don't learn how to vet and work through these businesses. And I'll give you a quick story. This is kind of with this last one, compressed time here. So I'll do both these together maybe. Steven Schwartzman, okay? Steven Schwartzman, I'll use it in blue right here. He, uh, co-founder of Blackstone. They manage about $500 billion, one of the wealthiest individuals in the world, okay? Steven Schwartzman. He wanted to learn, actually, Mandarin Chinese, bringing up Chinese again. He wanted to go learn Chinese. And so he hired a tutor, and the tutor came over an hour a week, and he, uh, he met with this tutor and worked on his Chinese. And for a year, he did it for a full year. And talk about commitment, like he was in. He's like, I'm doing this for a year, I'm gonna study Chinese for a full year. And he, had a, he has a school that he sponsors in China. So he flew over to China and he goes to the school. And he gets there and he starts practicing his Chinese and the, um, the American kids that had just shown up, they don't speak Mandarin, they had been there for like 10 days, already were speaking better Mandarin than him. And he was super depressed and sad. He's like, what the heck? Like I studied Mandarin for a year. Am I just slow? Am I old? Am I done? Like, what is the problem? Like, what's going on? And then he realized, he's like, hold on, wait. I spent an hour a week for a year. That's 52 hours studying Mandarin. These kids that showed up and they're here for 10 days have already spent 100 hours studying Mandarin because they're immersed. They're there. That's all they do. They're talking 24-7. He's like, huh. Well, no duh, they're ahead of me. And in his, in his book, he talks about this of compressing time. It's kind of this last one on here, compressing time. I have, and I, maybe you do too, a lot of friends that have talked, and I, myself, I did this for a long time. I talked about a business idea for three months, six months, 18 months, 32 months, like years. And then nothing happens. Yeah, we're thinking about it. Well, this, we're waiting for the logo to get done. We're waiting for this person to respond back to me. We're waiting for the bank account to set up. And I had a great professor in college Give me this concept of bridging. You need to fail fast, fail cheap. Any business you are doing, I'll go over here in green for this one. Any business you're doing, he said, you can have, you should give yourself a timeline and a budget. This absolutely changed my life. He's like, Bridger, any idea you can do 99% of your business ideas right now, 
you can vet out in three weeks and $500. The concept was if you go all in for three weeks or less, just like this, you'll get more done than someone kind of passively thinking about it on the side for a year. There's most, I have a lot of friends that have business ideas that have been working on, I have one friend specifically, like two years been working on this business idea. I would, I bet you if I spent the next five to seven days, all, that's all I did for 12 hours a day, I would be further ahead in his business than he is right now a year in or two years in. Why? Because I, you just go all in. I'm spending more hours than him. Most people aren't spending the hours and moving and compressing time. So his thing was set a timeline and budget and his timeline and budget was three weeks and 500 bucks. Evidently, I'll tell you a crazy story. This is how we launched Fun Launch, this business right now that I have. We had this idea. We could teach. I ran a, a fund in college and I was making about six figures a year, over a hundred thousand a year in college. And I want to actually share that with you for a second. Side note, kids are making over a hundred thousand a year in college. Right now they are walking by you in the halls. If you're at the university, they're doing all sorts of stuff. They're doing drop shipping, wholesaling. They're on social media, whatever the thing is. There are kids right now doing this and it's not like a few amount. There's a lot, there's a, actually a lot of kids doing this and it's possible. If, if I share anything with you today, I want you to know it's like, it's possible and they, you don't have to become the next Mark Zuckerberg with the new Facebook idea to do this. Guess what? The number one business that has created the most millionaires in the United States as a business is dry cleaners. Dry cleaning has created more millionaires as a business than any other business in the United States. Crazy, just boring old dry cleaning, okay? There are boring businesses, laundry machines, vending machines, hot dogs. There's actually lawn care businesses that produce millions of dollars a year that do really well, okay? So I digress. Sorry, I'm gonna get back in here. So my timeline budget. So let me tell you a quick story. So me and Mason had this idea for fund launch. We could teach people about investment funds. We said, well, let's put this to the test. And most people, when they wanna start a business, they, okay, let's, you know, let's get the people, let's get the licenses, all the stuff, let's get the bank accounts, let's get a product built. Okay, we're gonna spend the next four months building a product, and we're gonna see if people wanna buy this product. And he was like, eh, nope, that's not what you do. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, three weeks, 500 bucks. You need to vet out if the product is worth building in three weeks with 500 bucks. So we're like, okay. So what we did is we went out and made about, I got my iPhone, we filmed about 16 ads, literally on my phone. Just selfie, hey, what's up, it's Bridger, you know, we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. I made different variations, 16 ads. We then made two landing pages or two websites. And we were, guess what, we were good at making websites, why? Because we had done this on a previous business. Okay, we made two different variations of websites and we spent $500 in ad spend on Instagram and uh, Facebook. What we wanted to see was, will people click on these hooks? Will somebody that's never met me before click on this ad? Okay, let's look at our clicks. Number two, let's look on these landing pages. We had a place where people could put in their email. Okay, will someone opt in? And what's our cost to acquire a lead? So for every dollar we put in, how much money does it take to get a lead back? Okay. That was our first test. And then we said, you know what, for the heck of it, on the next page, let's make like a, a, a mock-up demo video and page of what the product would be. Because the best form of validation is if someone, people like your grandma will tell you, hey, I like your product or your business, but if they can take out their credit card and actually swipe their credit card, 
That is the best form of validation on earth because they actually bought it. So what we did is we built a landing page right here. Draw it on my screen here. That actually had a little video and it talked about what was in the product. And it actually had a buy button. It said buy. We just wanted to see what people buy. And crazy enough, the first week we spent 500 bucks on ads. We had a bunch of clicks, a bunch of opt-ins. We made back about $1,800 from buyers on a product that wasn't built. And what we did, before you think I'm a scam or whatever, we emailed, the next page was like, hey, just kidding, the product's not built yet. We will refund you right now if you'd like. No, we just wanted to see if this is, pro like we actually told them, we wanted to validate our product. So you're happy, we can send you a refund right now, but no big deal, but if you wanna stick around, we, uh, we actually plan to build this product and you'll be the first beta user when the product comes out. And what happened was we had about 50 buyers. Of the 50 buyers, I think 48 stayed two people asked for refunds. 48 were like, you know what? Yeah, keep my money. I, I will on, want the product whenever it's done. And we're like, shoot, people want this thing. And so we kept, and what happened was, it didn't, didn't even take us three weeks. It took us about 10 days. We were like, I think we're onto something here. And we doubled down and we said, okay, let's go build a product. And so now what happened was we had money in the bank account. We had it, uh, customers asking for this product. And what happens is, like when you see money on the table, not theory, but there's actual money, me and my business partner Mason were like, shoot, let's go. So we, we worked for three or four days, like all day, all night, 20, we were editing at like three in the morning, filming, editing, doing other stuff, like building out this product. And we built a beta version of the product and released it. And it was the funnest three days of my entire life. When you talk about like entrepreneurs that like have this bug, they like work 80 hours a week and they love it. Why? It's because it's like there's a pile of cash on the table with customers coming in that want this thing. If we just produce this thing, it'll, it'll be there. And it's so fun. That's what takes you away from, you know, the grungy, like grinding to like, it's really fun was, was when, <laughs> is when money gets involved. Okay. And if you can get you and your partners and your team to money as quickly as possible, if you can sell quickly, if you can fail fast and fail cheap, it gets momentum in your business. And it's not like a grungy, ah, oh, shoot, no, it's like, this is all I wanna do. I wanna wake up, build this cool stuff, run ads, get new customers, like, you become on fire. And most entrepreneurs that have a good intentions, I think they, they wait too long. They, they tell themselves, I gotta build a product, I gotta source it from China, I gotta do things. When in reality, they should just start selling. Start selling now. That's why I think GoFund or Kickstarter did this to a T. Kickstarter essentially was this to exact point, like let's validate products. If they're good enough, we will then go build them in China. And what happens is you get on fire when this happens. We then launched fun launch. I'll, I'll finish this story. We, uh, the next month we spent about $80,000 in ads and we made back about 80, I think it was like $81,000 in return, which is pretty cool. Like perfectly break even funnel, which you're like Bridger. We didn't make any money. No, yes, we, well, we didn't make any money. Sorry. We broke even, but now we had a thousand buyers. We had a thousand people on our list that wanted more stuff from us. So we did this, we kept growing our list. And then two months later, we did a launch of our product that was uh, $2,000. And from Thursday to Sunday, we opened, we followed the Jeff Walker launch model. We opened the cart on Thursday, we closed on Sunday. We made $144,000 in three days. And because it was an information product, most of that went to the bottom line. I think we netted like 130,000. two kids in college made $130,000 net in three days. We were like, bro, it felt like we were like 
it could have, it might as well have been a billion dollars. I mean, we were like, just like, oh yeah, we did it. Like we were so excited, you know, to like, it was just like, man, like who wants lunch? Who like gold chains? Like it was the whole thing. It felt, it didn't felt like that. And then we finally, we had some good mentors, like don't be idiots, like save this money, invest it. And actually what they told us was dump it back into your business. Can you do this again? So we took a lot of that money, dumped it back in the business. Uh, the next 12, the, that 12 months, we made about $2.1 million in our business. Pretty cool. Next year, we did about 4.5 million. The next year, we did about 9 point something, 9.6 million, somewhere around there. And then last year, we did over, I can't actually, we're getting the numbers right now. I think it's like somewhere around 10 to 11 million, which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, not too bad. From no money in, no capital, never raised money, bootstrapped the entire thing because why? We failed fast and failed cheap. And the idea that you take a big swing of the bat. Most of us that are entrepreneurs, we take little half swings, little check swings. You know, you're at the, at the plate, the ball comes in, yeah, maybe we'll do it. I'll work on the weekends on it. I'll do like, yeah, I'll kind of kind of do it, which I think is okay for a season. But there's so much value in swinging the bat. If you're in college or your early 20s, you have the ability to swing the bat and swing fully. And my thought was, you know what? If I do three weeks and 500 bucks enough times, if I fully swing the bat, eventually I'm gonna hit a single. Maybe I'll hit a double or hopefully a triple or maybe one of these times I'll hit a freaking home run. How cool would that be? And with Fun Launch, I mean, we hit a home run. It was awesome. And my idea was I'm gonna keep swinging the bat and swing it fully. Not half swings, not check swings, okay? So number one, do stuff, okay? Back to our summary here. Just start doing stuff. You, The classes you take with economics, finance, accounting will all be so much more valuable when you do stuff. Number two is fail fast, fail cheap, and compress time, that kind of story from Steven Schwartzman on doing a lot in a short period of time. Just say, do like, have fun, get some Red Bulls, be like, yo, we're going all weekend on this idea. Like, are you in? Let's do this. Let's try to, let's try to make, $600 over the next three days. Let's just see what we can do. Let's see if we can sell. Let's go talk to people. It's like, you don't need a logo to start. You don't need a website to start. You, all you need is a freaking phone and an idea to start. Start, fail fast, fail cheap. All right. Hey, hey, what's going on people? Hope you're enjoying the show. This is Bridger Payton in here. So if you like the show so far, if you're more of a visual learner, we actually post almost all of these to YouTube. So if you go look me up, Bridger Pennington on YouTube, we're there. We actually have a ton of different content on funds and different business structure and strategy stuff that we kind of don't touch on on the podcast, but are more visual based stuff. So if you're a visual learner, go to YouTube, and go check me out, Bridger Pennington on YouTube. 